Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Travis giving that speech on the sideline when he ran into you oh, in the yeah. first half. No. <laughs> he keeps me young. Yeah. Uh, so, the balance looked good. Yeah, not so good. He tested, tested that hip out. You know. Yeah, I know. Like, JB's got a new hip, too. Yeah, man. You, you, you took a good hit right there. But, but that's uh, how you guys communicate sometimes. Well, he caught me off balance. So normally, I'd give him a little bit, but you know, <laughs> I didn't have any feet under me. Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. All right, so that was post-game last night. Was that NFL Network or ESPN? That uh, Neither. CBS. Neither CBS. CBS. <laughs> Where the game was. You're close in the neighborhood. It's a broadcasting network. What a Mac moment that was. I guess two, and I, I'm wrong on both. That was Boomer Esiason's voice. Oh, right? yeah. My bad. My bad. Where were they at? Were they still on on CBS, or did they go over CBS Sports Net? CBS Sports Network. Okay. All right. Because I went right to NFL Network and then ESPN, and I didn't know they were doing anything. They brought CBS out, Sports Net. My bad. They brought out the other Boomer on ESPN. Chris Berman was out there. Yeah. Yeah. I tolerated hey, Travis that. Travis Kelsey came up to the setup and he said he was all he was he was wired. He's like whoop whoop whoop. He started whooping at Chris Berman and Berman's, and Berman's like oh, no, whoop, whoop. can't imagine what he has to be excited about. He's won his third ring. Um, uh, he's dating Taylor Swift. And he probably just garnered another 16 commercials, um, which will add more and more money. He's, he's got to be the ultimate dude at this point, right? With life. everything that's going on. What I got to tell you, dude, that was an all-time smoocherooch yeah, there. Those two was. I'm telling you, they're in love, man. I remember when I was listening to Kyle Bailey say, right when they start dating, this is it for Taylor. This is it. All the men she's been through, they're going to get married. And I thought, what is my man KB saying? You know the odds of that? She's been through three trillion dudes. The odds are not good. And I'll be damned if Bailey might not have had the prediction of all predictions, Bone. Bailey watched that kiss last night and popped the blue chew in. <laughs> oh, dear God. All right. Anyway. All right. Let me try to refocus. All right. So let's hit like a few like subjects of the game we haven't talked a ton about. We've talked a little bit about Kelsey. Kelsey bumping into Andy Reid, screaming at him. Like, here's the thing, too. He bumped into him like that, reads off balance, takes a little bit to knock a big fella like that off balance. And I know they joked about it after the game. You heard Reed there. And I did I did hear this morning that Kelsey did go over to him afterwards. Hey, man, I'm sorry. You know, he realized, what the hell did I just do? It's but, like pushing a tackling sled. <laughs> but it was above and beyond your normal. Get me the damn ball, coach. It was above and beyond. I, I, here, let me just go go through, Bone, a few of the things the texters have said about this. Like, how bothered are you by Reed and Kelsey? Hit us up. Seven, the, the Reed and Kelsey moment, 704-570-9610. This texter says, I will never uh, think of Kelsey the same way. That was a jerk move. Another texter says, uh, multiple texters, at least five, have said he should have been taken out of the game, should have been benched. 
And then we've got people that are trying to get some of his endorsement running and trying to find him. Are you about any, like, are you thinking any of these same things? I like, They're it, very, was, very, it, was, it was disappointing. I like Kelsey. I, it was disappointing. Man. As a Kelsey supporter, I hated that. Um, I didn't like the helmet throwing prior either. He, he's, he's got a, he's got a hot headed streak to him. And it comes out when, when frustrations are happening. I don't think Mac, he would ever try to hurt any Reed. They're very, very close. I, I do think he got fired up and bumped him probably a little too close. But I will say, though, if it wasn't the fun, fun loving relationship that we know those two have, if it wasn't Andy Reid, if that's like A.J. Brown was talking about last night, if he did that, what would happen? Another example, if Tom Brady bumped Bill Belichick, could you imagine the story that would be? We know these guys do like each other. But if this was another situation, could you imagine that discussion today? Tom well, Brady making a Super Bowl. Bumped into Bill Belichick think, like that. It would be. It would be all. It would be. Not, are you just saying because it's the superstar quarterback doing it? Well, I just. I think that we kind of know how close Kelsey and Reed are. So I don't think we. I didn't view it as something that was done with the intent of vitriol. But there could be other situations where we don't know how close they are. I mean, there's a tent of vitriol, but he. I don't think he's trying to knock him over. No. I think he just got barging over there, got out of control. This texture. Here's an example because I do agree. If certain players did that, the national media would make way big of a deal about it. For example, one of our texters, Jack, said, what if T.O. did that to a coach? Oh, yeah. If T.O. did that to a coach with his history, right, and the way he acted up at times, I guarantee you. And I think think there's a level of likability with Kelsey from the media. I don't think they're going to go in hard at him. But, yes, there are certainly guys, Bone, that if they did that – I believe they'd be treated differently by the media. Oh, my God. Can you I, imagine if Odell had yeah, did that to, like, Tom exactly. Coughlin? Oh, my exactly. Lord. But so I do think there's elements here where people are going to underplay it. It was not freaking cool at all. The way it was not. Mo- it, it, it was. It was. It, that's a bad move, so, man. Bad look. They, they're really downplaying it as, as you thought they would. But Mahomes and Kelsey were on ESPN, with, with as I said, with Boomer and Booger McFarlane. And they, they did bring it up. And they, they did kind of laugh, and Kelsey said, well, you everyone's going to hear on mic up what I said. But then Mahomes tried to downplay it, and so did Kelsey, that they they said Andy's not afraid to fight back against them or argue back. They almost made it seem like Andy Reid said something in that moment that got Kelsey fight. They almost made it seem like – I'm not mm. saying it's, it's – I'm not – Kelsey can't do that. But they almost made it sound like – Andy Reid was saying something to Kelsey to piss him off. Yeah. What what really, and I don't know what was said there, but what it was about, what his anger was from is he was taken out of the game on the play where Pacheco fumbled inside the tent. And he basically, according to these guys, was saying, according to Reid, was saying, keep me in the damn game and, and let me score. I'm scoring for you down there. So he was pissed. Kelsey was pissed. We don't get any points out of this. And you took me off the field. You could have had Pat try to throw it to me or whatever. Incidentally, Rasheed Rice was mad at Pat Mahomes when Pat didn't look at him when he was open and later in the game and, and kind of forced it to Kelsey. It was incomplete to sell for a field goal. I, I guess I'm like, like some people are saying we need to get over it. Like we're making too big of a deal about it. I don't think it's a normal thing to have happen. I don't think it's a cool move to do that. But I also don't agree with people that are saying bench him. It's a damn Super Bowl. He might be the greatest tight end ever. You gonna bench a guy that's the greatest at his position ever in that situation? Come on, man. Amit Seriously, up, uh, so many people are bringing up Cam. Amit does as well, but he also. Oh met, yeah, if Cam did that too. But not just. Oh, but a great I, point. Oh, Amit brings up another example though. If eighty nine did that, 
if Steve Smith did that with a coach, yeah. what would that discussion yeah. be like? All good points. That's the thing. Kelsey's got an image where he's going to get away with it. I just That's all I'm saying. I want to acknowledge it ain't freaking cool. I don't like it at all, even though I like Travis Kelsey. But I also don't want to act like, oh, he should have been benched. Somebody earlier, he should be suspended for the first eight games. Like, I'm not trying to get all like that on this. All right, let's go to the next question, Bone Man. And this is one you are passionate about. We're getting a lot of people saying they love the halftime show. And we're getting a lot of people saying they thought it was terrible or whatever. Where do you stand on this? Like, do you think you think this was a great halftime show, don't you? Yeah, I'm not saying it's one of the best ever. You know, that's the that's the immediate thing we want to do. Is it the worst ever or the best ever? I thought it was good. It was a trip for, down nostalgia lane for people that are my age in their 40s in that time period. I thought it was cool how many people were involved in it because sometimes it can be just one artist, but it didn't get boring. It kept moving. It Look, it wasn't my favorite ever, but I was entertained, and I love the nostalgia of the era because that's my high school era, man. Like I said, all jokes aside, my playlist from the early 2000s were mainly on the stage last night. All my breakups, Usher was there for me, man. Luda was there. Alicia Keys was hey, there. At least you had girlfriends to break up with. I give you some credit for that. Well, I said breakups. My attempts to get girlfriends. <laughs> I'm looking back and trying to remind I got myself. A lot. I got dumped a lot in AOL Instant Messenger. Listen, I'm a rock and roll dude, so some of these Super Bowl artists are not my cup of tea. But I have to be honest with you. There aren't many that left me like just like, eh. And, and, I'm, and I'm not trying to say like... I think this is subjective. Hater. I'm not trying. Like, people are saying you're hating on Usher or whatever. I'm just not familiar with your game, sir. You know what I mean? Like, I literally knew one song, the Little John one. When I saw Little John, oh, it's on, baby. It's on. I didn't know any of these other songs. Like, and they're all slow jams and stuff. I just, it does nothing for me. But I then I looked at Twitter, and people are going crazy over it. N numerous people saying it's the best ever. And I'm like... To me, it was one of the ones I was least interested. Like, you got to go back to Maroon 5, Travis Scott, and Big Boy for the last time that I'm just looking at the artist. The last Hold time on. I was that little interest in it. And I think I was probably more interested in Maroon 5 than freaking Usher. I don't You're remember. Not a Big Boy fan? I don't remember. Eh, I'll do it like Outcast. Outcast I shouldn't awesome. say that. I do like Outcast. Actually, I shouldn't say Outcast that. should have one of these. Yeah, you know what? It's worse than that one. I Is just, it worse than Coldplay? That was oh, to me. I love Coldplay. Oh, but I, I, Coldplay. I did not like their performance And, and I never at the Super understood Bowl, why though. people were so mad at Coldplay more that, like that old, year. More like Coldplay. I didn't understand it. I thought they played great. I like Coldplay. I don't love them, but I like them. But like Usher, I'm literally not familiar with any of these songs except yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't know any of them. Still the worst Little John impression. Like it's just, I don't know. And I think okay. a lot of people my age probably fall into the same thing. I know they're not doing it for our old asses. But here's, I feel like if you were 35 to 42, I feel like you loved it. But here's other my than question. that, did you love it? Here's my question. They try to change it up a lot of, of the different genres of music. Which one's universal though that everyone will enjoy? Because they go, they go a top country star. That's not for everybody. They go hip hop. Whether they like be, never do country, do they? they, they no, go, they they never go will either. Too niche. If they go current hip hop or old school, that's not everyone's going to enjoy that. Some of the stuff you're talking about, not everybody. Not, not the, the music world. You're not going to please everybody all the time. So it's just. The I way feel it's like Beyonce be. pleases everybody. There are some that you know, are. There are some that the majority will. But I, yes. fe I feel like Prince. Did Prince not please anybody, or were some of you young bucks like, eh? Because I thought Prince was the greatest ever. I think Prince is the standard. Yeah, I, the I was too young. There's to only playing guitar that. like that. But there's only so many Princes though. <laughs> you are too. You were too young to remember Prince in the. 
What year was that? Holy crap, I'm old. I think the moral of the story is I'm freaking old as hell. Yeah, I think yeah, I think we're narrowing it down. <laughs> oh, man. What'd you think about the Super Bowl? Or, <laughs> Great game, honestly. We've Great been talking finish. about it for three hours. That's not what I meant. Okay. Phone, what did you think about... Prince was 2000 and uh, it was the um, in the rain. The Colts Bears in 2000 and the game was in 2007. Okay, so yeah, how I old don't... were you, Flown? Uh... In 07, 11, but I wasn't like focused on, you know what was going on during that time? What's that? That was uh, my Super Bowl game being played in uh, my bedroom at that age. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah, wasn't a ton of focus. did that sort of thing, too. Where, Dad, here's what's going on in the Super Bowl. I'm like, I'm watching the Super Bowl. I'm not upstairs there. <laughs> I, but I heard you throwing yourself on the ground up there. I <laughs> oh, sounded yeah. like you were going to come through oh, yeah. the oh, ceiling. Yeah. Um, Bone, last question. All right. So I'm not trying to hate. I don't know if I'm coming across as hate nusher. It's just like, I don't know how I missed it. Like, I missed all these songs, Bone. When you were in middle school dances, like, I just, I don't know what I was doing. I wasn't paying attention to that it. Was, that was so, high school dances. So I'm not trying to all hate. For, all for one was my middle school oh, dances. Okay, all right. Um, commercials. What, we both agree to Dunk Kings, where they worked in Affleck and Brady and Damon, and then J-Lo pays it off with the line at the end, Tom, you can stay. Like, that's great. Yeah. By the way, do you know they're selling those ridiculous outfits? Duncan is going to start selling those ridiculous Dunking outfits. That they well, were wearing. That's, that's absurd. Is that on <laughs> Duncan.com? Yeah, go check it out. I like that one. I like the Bud Light guy with the genie granting wishes where it got crazy and Peyton Manning got involved in that. But that was kind of creative. It took you on a little bit of a journey, a story there. I also like the, the Kawasaki one only because it ended up with Stone Cold Steve Austin and a mullet. That was kind of cool. I, and it's anytime Stone Cold's involved. Okay. E-Trade Baby's got me fired up again. E-Trade Baby again gets you fired up every year, I feel like. Love it. I thought the Beyonce one, the Verizon Beyonce was pretty damn good. I thought that where she ends up in space or whatever and doing all these different things. I thought that was pretty good. What was the one? That was the well, I'll figure it out. We got 45 minutes from my man. I am old, aren't I? Yep. Can't remember the commercials. Don't know any songs uh, of the Super Bowl. Couch artists. potatoes for Pluto TV. I oh, like those. Holy crap, man. Anyway, I'll work. I'll marinate, Bo. You keep marinating. This segment <laughs> was sponsored by InvisibleFence.com. Don't get stuck gearing up for spring while everyone else is enjoying the warm weather. Invisible Fence brand works in any season, giving your pet the freedom they deserve. Now visit InvisibleFence.com. That's InvisibleFence.com. Oh, sorry. I just remembered Uber Eats where they all forgot something to learn about to remember Uber Eats. I like that one. Go ahead. I'm sorry. That's, that's Invisible Fence. That's unprofessional. I, I need flounder. <laughs> we need an Invisible Fence for Mac right here. <laughs> My bad. Just yell out Uber. I got Super Bowl commercial Tourette's. I just yelled it out. <laughs> and, and, and it involved food, too. When we come back, Hoops Weekend Recap, the new look Hornets and wins for a lot of local college basketball teams. We talk about it all on Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. 
Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Son play and wear the same number. I haven't slept much last night, haven't stopped smiling since the trade was made, and now it all comes to fruition right here. Cool moment for Del Curry on Saturday night. Seth Curry, one of the new Charlotte Hornets in action. Five of them in action. They combined for 54 points, and the Hornets freaking won. Like Trey, Trey Mann started. Like those guys jumped right in, Bone. And Steve Clifford is like, yeah, I think we're going to keep Thor, McGowan, and Leakey, and Mensa on the bench here, fellas. All right, go out there and help us get it done. You pointed out, Bone, 45 points off the bench, and they were all new guys. But that moment right there in the pregame on the Hornets on Bally for Dell was cool. Dell means so much oh, to yeah. Hornets fans. He's so beloved for, by all of us as Hornets fans. To hear him kind of get a little emotional and admit, my son wearing the 30 Curry jersey like I used to wear here in Charlotte means something. Yeah. I thought that was cool. In a down year with a lot of cool moments at all or something to hang your hat on, that was a that was a special one. How about the the new guys, Mac, and what they did for the bench? Look at the bench stat. All the guys, Mac, that were the bench either are gone or they just or didn't, sitting, yeah. they didn't play in the game. The, the, the bench was completely new. It was a deeper basketball team. It was a healthier basketball team. And just the shooting upgrade alone, the shooting, the playmaking, how long is it going to last? We have no idea. But for one night, though, it gave us something to talk about that wasn't the same old story. It was different players. It's kind of like, okay, well, this is different. Something is different there now. Whether that leads to a lot of wins, we'll see. But I just like the fact that there's different discussions happening now. Yeah, and feel, the ownership was willing to make it that way. I feel like we needed that, right? We needed this, Joel. We definitely, I'm definitely excited. Some say I'm too excited about the new owners plotting this direction out. Um, just to scale it down and rebuild around the young guys. But also, we needed something different to get us through from a watchability standpoint. Yes. Many of y'all either can't get the Hornets games because <laughs> Bally's is annoying, and based on what TV provider you have or streaming provider, many of you have, might have tapped out on this. It was actually fun. Like, I actually enjoyed watching the game. It gave EC a whole new reason to crank it up. I mean, he declared his love for Meat Sitch Bone in about 23 minutes of playing time. It took 23 minutes. I love Mitsich. Um, he was and he's a real intriguing player. I you talk about not being familiar with someone's game. I didn't know he had that sort of I like I thought I was watching John uh Steve Nash out there. Like Doncic. Like seriously, his ability to hit shots but also to create. Him and Man together combined for like 17 18 assists. Um, that playmaking was kind of nice to see. We don't usually have, haven't had that lately with Lamelo out. And there are two guys that are, you know, they kind of got buried, but they were buried on one of the best teams in the league behind a backcourt that's led by SGA. So it's kind of hard to get minutes with how many good players the Thunder have, right? So 
these guys got an opportunity, and now, you know, they may, like, for example, we just saw the, the Pacers and the Hornets play recently, right? Does your intrigue not go up another octave, another level here? Because tonight's the same matchup we've seen, but now we go, all right, well, I'm interested because it's a, basically a whole new depth chart that we're debuting out there in the last couple of games. It's different, and you still got the Brandon Miller thing. Um, you know, he was very efficient the other night, 7-9. and nine. His shots went down, so to Bridges. But that's probably a good thing. It felt like there for a while, Bone, like it was Bridges and Miller had to shoot 80% of the shots. Now we got some shot makers. Like, that's one of the things we said Friday after the trade is like, I don't know how many of these guys will be involved, Bone, long term. Right. We do have, you know, Grant Williams, three years left. And we do have guys that have one year left that will probably be here next year, like Mann and Meatsich and um, uh, probably Bertans. But it, they just have added shooters. They can space the floor out and let Bridges go to work and, and let Miller go to work. I mean, so. look at the corner threes, as, as I think it was Richie Randall pointed out the other day from Busby. Look at the, uh, I think it was him. Look at the corner threes. Bertans is a much different shooter in those corners than JT Thor was. Like, everywhere you go, Matt, there's an, and it may not be like an insane on-paper upgrade, but it just shows you how they, devoid of talent the second unit has been. They did get better. Imagine LaMelo kicking all these shooters, too. Yeah. If he plays with them, they Ray did. Williams is the one that treats me the most because he's under contract for three more years. Yeah, he's the one that we know we're going to be with, unless you put him in some sort of deal. He, right, so, he will be on the show, it looks like, on Wednesday. Oh, nice. Charlotte Kid, man. He was talking, by the way, about, you know, when he was in school, like – remembering like the Bobcats and then remembering to bring back the buzz campaign. Like he grew up as a young Hornets fan. I know yeah. Seth did too with his dad playing, but so did Grant as well. So that's, you know, you got homecoming. So I don't know. It's just, it's some sort of things to give us a little bit of enjoyment to get us through what's been a miserable season. Because I, I, I said to you bone, I said, and I, and I know I'm preaching to the choir cause you're watching these games cause you're doing pregame and you're talking about them here. But I have asked you numerous times, how can I watch all these games? How can I make it to the season mentally intact and emotionally and spiritually intact? Like, I was really worried about having to watch 82 games of this team. Melo sitting out all damn time. Williams sitting out. But maybe this this group can get me through a few of these games here for a while. I actually get to ask Sam Farber different questions about different people. There you I, go. Mag, I might have set the record for asking uh, how many times I asked Sam how many times. Hey, why is PJ so inconsistent? Because it would go game to game. He'd have 41, then he'd have four. So you're looking for questions to ask. Well, he was always one of them because he was either great or awful. The there wasn't much in between. Oh, yeah. Uh, people are very confused at what our guy, Vasily Misich, right? Misich. Yeah, Misich. People think I am saying meat sticks. Another guy thinks I'm saying meat's itch. Another guy thinks I'm saying meat rich. So anyway, it is meat. Me sitch. Me sitch. Me sitch. Me sitch. Me sitch. But it kind of so it, it, I, I don't know. I might be saying meat sitch, but that's just because right, I think I think about meat a lot. What's <laughs> but me sitch is what it's supposed to be. M I C I C. That'll be a drop. Let's <laughs> let's try it together, Mac. Three, two, one. Me sitch. No. See, I keep putting the T in there. You keep putting meat I in am, there. I am right, putting three. meat in there. Two, one. Misich. There you go. There you go. I Can I be honest with you? I thought, because I heard EC saying his name a couple weeks ago when we played him. I thought I thought EC was saying Misich. So that's where I got no, that. There's from. no T in there. Misich. No, Misich. Misich. Now, the first name, well, I'll save that for tomorrow. Vasily. Vasily. Vasily Misich. Vasily Misich. Yeah, there you go. Uh, out of Serbia. First Serbian to score in a Hornets uniform since Vlade Divac. How about that number? How about um, that note? This texter says, let's see here. 
This texter says, here's the uh, Gesundheit, uh, Kevin says. Um, all right, let's see. This texter says, unnamed texter, 704, says, Mac, it's great that for a few games, maybe a few shots go in and, and we don't have to watch uh, Thor throw up bricks. But honestly, are any of these guys really long-term factors? Grant Williams is. Grant Williams under three-year contract. Seth Curry could be. Seth Curry has one more year left. But, I mean, you need shooters off the bench. Misich will be interesting. He could be Bone. I'm intrigued. One that he reminds me of, probably a better score, at least from what we saw the other night. Little Pablo Prigioni type career for him, for the Knicks. A little bit. He has a... um... He's got one more year to go after this, too, at $7 yeah. million. Then he's got a team option yeah. in 25-26 uh, for Misich, your guy Misich. What is uh, Berton's contract looking like here? I haven't looked him up. One year, $16 million. Oof. Now, somebody texted me and said only $5 million's guaranteed. I didn't know that part. He has an ETO, though. He can he can terminate it early if he wants to. I tried to look up Berton's contract. I got Dylan Batances, the baseball player. <laughs> Just a bit outside. Sorry, they're all new players. By the way, how fired up was Dell about Berton's, too? The Latvian laser! Like, he's... <laughs> I'm telling you, you don't think, Bone, that Dell needed new players to announce for? Uh, other than, Like, totally you don't think Dell was tired of that bench crew? That probably most of them, if not all of them, won't even be in the league in a year or two? Like, or EC, EC rather. You don't think EC just wanted to call, you know, shots for a different bench unit. My I God. A, I have a question about Berton's back. Is he sort of a hybrid of Sabonis and Dale Earnhardt Jr.? <laughs> just look at him next time. I see what you're think, going for think there. Think of Sabonis from the Kings and Dale Jr. I see what you're going for there. I actually was going to rip his beard, and then I looked in the mirror and realized uh, my beard's yeah. starting to look like that. Yeah. I need to shave it up. Uh, Amit says, very interesting revelation, Mac. You think about meat a lot. Come on now, you dirtballs. Come on. You know what I meant. You know what I meant. Um, keep Talk, it clean. Talking here. hoops, guys. Talking keep it hoops. clean. We're talking hoops and food. All right. We're talking food here. Keep it clean. All right. Let's talk about college basketball this weekend. Carolina beats Miami on the road. Charlotte wins on the road against Temple, although it was scary at the end. Carolina got scary at the end, too. Wake in a thriller. Like, I love watching Wake and State play. They play two great, immensely entertaining games. And Salas and Horn put on a show, both those guys. Uh, what else do we have? Duke beating BC. Kind of felt like a humdrum, like just business. You know, just take care of business. Um, Interesting tonight with Wake Forest. Is it a game that they go down to the wire, a Pittsburgh, a Clemson? Or does does Duke does Duke put it on? I, I don't know. I, I'd like to see them have the full effort like Virginia Tech where everybody's playing well. Interesting matchup tonight. I don't know what direction that game may go in tonight. I'm not really sure. Are you worried? Are you worried no, about not, it as a Duke I'm fan? Not, I'm not worried. I think Duke will win the basketball game. I just mean, is it going to be one of these ones where, you know, they, they have to salt it away late? Or can they put it on? Because Wake's defense, can they guard Duke? I, I don't know. But I'm just curious how this, this game goes. I don't, I don't have a feel for how it may play out. I'd be a little more weary because doesn't this feel like a game that Steve Forbes is going to be telling his guys – this is one we got to have. This is one. What, what What did he say last year when they missed the tournament? This is one of those right wins that we need because yeah. we've had Wake, the wrong Wake, wins. We need it bad. Wake, and Wake's Wake, playing, uh, Blake's playing Wake, much better. Wake plays them pretty tough at Cameron, too. They don't win a lot. But they, they play them pretty tough there. And the Wake, by the way, they will play Wake in 12 days. February 24th, they'll play again, dude. Yep. Yep. I, could Wake get one of these? Could Wake get the one at the Joel is what I'm kind of thinking. I mean, you know, I think it's possible. Are they good enough to get one of these games against Duke? A lot of it too depends on Duke's three-point shooting. 
I when think Duke, Duke hits threes, they they can run away from anybody, man. If they hit three, I think Duke wins tonight. I would be a little concerned about the road, yeah, the road game turnaround on Saturday at Florida State. That could be one where they're very deep. They we saw them with UNC throwing a lot of guys out there as they always do. I think Duke finds a way tonight, but Florida State, I'm curious how that one goes. That's always a tough place to play for them as well. I'm trying, all right, so takeaways on the weekend games, Bone. Could Doe extremely impressive at Miami. He attacked the basket. He doesn't do this every time. But when he does, man, it gives them a little bit, you know, any any help they can get for R.J. Davis. So they're not so R.J. dependent, I think is huge. He actually had a couple of threes in addition to the drives. I thought they went away from Baycott for a long time in this game. Yeah, didn't but, go to him early. But either. they found him in the second half, though. Second half, he made plays in the second half. Boards had the big block late. I also thought Hubert made adjustments. Armando. Like they could not stop packing O'Meara in the first half. Those two dudes had 34 in the first half, Lown. Combined, they only had six in the second half. So were you with me though with O'Meara? I still thought Armando did a pretty good job. He was in the right spots. I just felt like O'Meara made plays. And then, of course, like when Jalen Washington came in, holy crap, dude. He has got so far to go as a defender. That dude cannot stay big in front of anybody. Big difference between him and Armando against a big like that. Right. And then Pack, I just, I mean, yeah, people are going to say the, the, Whatever leg injury he ended up picking up, but I thought they did a good job. You you mentioned it earlier, him. doubled him a That's lot. That's what Hubert that said. Was, great job. Um, they missed Seth Trimble also. Only one bench. Yeah. Point. Only now one, can I ask you guys only one this. bench point off for UNC? Because we talked about this in the podcast. Did you think that the game plan from Hubert on the offensive end got too conservative after the under eight? Because they took the air out of the ball. After that, I didn't under I I don't understand why they go to that that early. Like, wh- what are you trying to That's do? You're trying to shorten early. the game? That's too early. A lead can disappear quickly, as we saw, right? Yes. I, Armando had to make that block late to salvage it. Um, I, Charlotte too. I looked at that Charlotte game yesterday. I don't know how many people watch this. ESPN Plus. They were playing Temple. Oh, I was watching it. It yeah. was on like in the afternoon. Super Bowl afternoon is like we got time on our hands. So I was so glad Charlotte was playing. They got on firebone mid second. And then Jackson was playing great in the post. They were on fire. Matter of fact, um, Threadgill. Threadgill hit two threes and then got fouled on a three and hit all three free throws. And then I thought they were about ready to blow their second straight double-digit lead on the road. They had to hang on at the end. First of all, I thought Fern should have fouled. Yes. Should have fouled. They're up three. Foul them, man. I'm a big proponent of up three foul. And then, Bone, they might have gotten away with fouling the three-point shooter unintentionally. Like, Temple was pissed. And I, they didn't show a good replay because I guess they had, like, two cameras there or something. But they might have fouled. They might have gotten away. So Charlotte got a little lucky. But, Char- I mean, Charlotte fans, are. I'm not, I'm not mad at them. Like, in the past, Bone, they'll take lucky wins. They're 9-2 and two in conference. Doesn't matter how they come. You know, they, but they, have, they made that one hard. They have two winnable games at home this week, Thursday and then Sunday. Uh, Texas San Antonio, they are not good. They are eight and sixteen. Then they host Wichita State, who's not what they used to be. They are ten and fourteen. So may have got away with one, but they come back to Halton for two more winnable games. Then their next sort of I guess showcase game, although they're not very good at the moment either. Memphis is coming up uh next week. This That's te- the next handful of games for Charlotte. This texter says, I'm a state fan, Mac. How angry should I be? Yeah, you'd be depressed at least. You should have some state depression. Here we go again. Um, how about spring football? When do we get going? You should probably be in that mi- mindset. Yeah, someone notify Steve Smith that right now, Pac fans are ready for football season. 
<laughs> it's actually the other way around right now, I think, for NC State. I think the question for NC State is, and I mean, they're sixth in the conference. It's not like Bone, they're all the way down there. They just, they don't have big wins. They don't have wins of note. Um, they And if they won that game, Bone, they would have been fourth. Wake, that game was yeah, for right fourth there. place. Wake is fourth in the ACC, which is the coveted spot, right? You want to get one of those double buys. So they were that close. But um, and it was there. It was there for the take, and they just didn't finish it, man. I I start. I'm a, I'm getting ready to be on Keats' watch. Do you think Keats' job ends up being on the line here? Is it just, yeah? Is it just a? But little, they use a fresh. Is it a little too, little too stagnant? Yeah. Like a fresh set. Not that he's a bad coach, and but not that they're terrible. But is he is he able to get them to a level that they think they should be at? Even if it's not consistent, just here and there, get them up to that level that you know, the fans want, or is he just going to kind of be in that middle ground where he's been a It lot? feels like you're settling if you keep him. And I know he did a great job last year with that team, and he seems to be able to get transfers bone to replace the, the guys that leave each of the last couple of years. I just, if I'm a state fan, I probably just want a fresh voice and fresh direction at this point. If, if, if Keats does not turn it around and they miss the turn. Yeah, they have no quad one wins. Yeah, they, got, they got a quad problem here. No quad one wins, and they have three quad two losses. Now they're they're four and three in quad two, but man, you if you're going to be four and three in quad two, you better pick up a couple quad one. That's yeah. just it's been a disaster in the uh, the upper quad there. This segment is brought to you by Compassion International. Drought, war, and rising food prices have devastated families in poverty. Fifty dollars provides a food kit to feed a family for a month. Just text the word radio to nine seven six four six. That's nine seven six. Four six. We come back. It's the wrap up, getting you set for a busy night in sports on Sports Radio ninety two seven WFNZ. McDonald's is not new to chicken, so maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy, juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at kisqali.com. And talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. I'll tell a quick funny story. Please. I threw a touchdown to this dude at the end of the game. And he looked at me, I said, and he had no idea. I said, dude, we just won the Super Bowl. And he, 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 he blacked out. He had no idea. I was like, bro, he, he didn't even celebrate at the beginning. I'm like, what are we doing? Hey, well, I think you were talking about okay, yeah. It's time to celebrate now. Pat Mahomes on NFL Network after the game. Hardman was sitting there. He came over, and he tells the story. And I kind of thought Hardman was, like, exaggerating things, saying, like, I blacked out when I caught the ball. Like, I thought he was kind of playing that up. Mahomes is there to tell you that I looked at that dude's face and he looked clueless as to what had just occurred. That's insane. Have you ever heard, like, does that, is that something that happens at a big moment of, 
Like, that's weird. That's so well, weird to me. Let me go through my life big moments. Uh, well, oh, yeah, I was there for that one. Getting paired up with a Mac man? Did you black out out of excitement? I've tried. <laughs> no, it's, I tried to afterwards with alcohol ever since. No, yeah, he back, he, he also told that story multiple times. Yeah. Miko Hardman was was making the, the rounds. And, he, and at first, it's like, okay, he's just being facetious. No, he, he wouldn't even celebrate. Mahomes is like, dude, celebrate. He's like, what happened? That's crazy. Nicole, just Nicole, hilarious. Nicole Hardman, as a Jet this year, predicted that the Chiefs would beat the Niners in the Super Bowl, by the way. <laughs> Did he predict I'll be on the team then or no? I, I don't know. Do How about the season he had? Starts with the Jets, back to the Chiefs, the you know brutal fumble against Buffalo. He made so many mistakes before last night. Yeah. And then he's, he has that big catch early in the game. And then, and then as the, the game, game winner. winner. Redemption, man. Redemption for him. Um, Chiefs receivers in general get a little bit of uh, redemption as well. And that's the scary thing. We said it earlier, Bone. This Chiefs team was supposed to be the most gettable Mahomes team. Yeah. This and was, look at This him. was the year that was built for Buffalo or Baltimore, someone to have a year where they get one. And you didn't get them now. They're only going to get better. Rice is going to get better. They don't, they don't need superstars, per se, to be really good, as we saw. Now where does Kansas City go from here? Because they're going to have to build it differently, Mac, because – Mahomes makes that major money now, but the job that they've done, they'll figure out a way. Um, all right, so Flound Dog, we put you on assignment earlier, and I hate that it took like an hour to answer this. But oh, we, you got to make people wait sometimes. We forgot. So the uh, new overtime rules. The question I wanted to know was, if both teams score and then the Niners get, and they're tied, and the Niners get it back again, does the clock end at the end of the like at the end of the that quarter of overtime, and they're still tied? Does a new quarter, do they have to like give up the ball and we start overtime again? And you said no. Uh, no. So it says here, uh, this is from uh, NBC Sports, I believe out, ironically, out in uh, San Francisco that tweeted out this article <laughs> earlier in the week. It says, if the score is still tied after 15 minutes, the two teams start a, another overtime period until the result is decided, of course. The second period is played like a regulation second quarter where the team that had the ball at the end of the first period gets the ball at the same yard line to begin the second. The only time that they will do another coin toss is if there is still no winner at the end of the fourth overtime. They will do one. After that, they will literally just play until there is a winner. And so after they play I'm basically, exhausted. I'm exhausted hearing the rules. So after they play basically a whole full game. Yes. Then they do a whole new coin toss and, and start it over again. Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm not sure we're ever going to get to that point, Bone, in a playoff game where we've played two complete games, but it was exciting as hell. A texture brings if that game went on for so long, Taylor and Travis could have been married and divorced for <laughs> that. Married and they could have a child. You know what I mean? Um a texture says maybe because of the new overtime rules. Uh, Hardman wasn't sure if he won the game. Maybe that's part of it, too. That's a good point. You know, what do we do with this? He just kind of held the ball up. It's very odd. All right, let's see what we He's have. He's probably thinking, oh, my gosh, I was just a New York Jet not long ago. <laughs> <laughs> and I had two catches as a Jet. Uh, let's see what we have here on the texters. All right, the Super Bowl being over means Mac is that much closer to uh, crashing the Canes wagon. Mac, we <laughs> Probably have some, true, sir. Probably true. We have some breaking news here that's on ESPN Alert here that's interesting to what we're talking about. Pat Mahomes, Mac, was saying on ESPN last night after the game, they bring in these rules officials for every scenario. Yeah, so yeah, they, yeah. they knew all these overtime stuff. Andy Reid would not let them not know all these rules. All Every week there's something going on. 
It came out right now that many San Francisco players admit they didn't know the overtime rules last night. <laughs> and I, did Kyle Shanahan know the overtime rules, too? I'm starting yeah, to wonder. I don't know. With his decision to uh, not to take the ball. Um, uh, the, so, earlier, y'all called Target the baddie zone. Uh, somebody has chimed in and says ah. CeCe's Pizza is the official baddie zone. Huh. CeCe's Pizza. Really? Fonder, you might <laughs> they just to... hanging out at a pizza place? Fonder, you might want to check that place out. i got to be honest. I've been to CeCe's many times before. I'm, I'm not seeing uh, I mean, it's good hotties. pizza, but I wasn't thinking that was yeah. where the ladies hang. Uh, this texture says Flounder needs to walk around Target on a Saturday afternoon um, or just before dinner time. You can find at least one woman to ask out, if not 50. So yeah, also, go. bring a service dog. <laughs> rent one. Rent Is that a what dog. you do with Mabel? No, I'm just saying, like, you got to bring a dog Re- in. Is that, can you rent, rent one? Yeah, absolutely you can. I know you yeah, got. Sure. Do you want a okay. service dog, or do you want to be playing out front of the Target with a little baby puppy or something? You got to do something. Yeah. You gotta, yeah, you bring a dog into Target on a Saturday afternoon at, like, 11, <laughs> right near the Starbucks? Uh, let's see here. This texter says, Usher songs were on the college lovemaking playlist, fellas. <laughs> Not for me. I'm old as hell, man. For me, like, what was on, uh, I think, uh... Nirvana was on the playlist. Frank Sinatra. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, not that old, damn it. Uh, multiple people want uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's ad. Neighbor. Neighbor, where you couldn't say neighbor. Oh, yeah. That was pretty solid. Accent. Yeah, pretty I, I liked it. They, they say we need to give that one some love. Uh, we have somebody saying that maybe State can get Calipari. He's struggling right now and should be available. And then they included oh. the crying with tears emoji. Oh, good job. <laughs> He's always on their list. <laughs> he is always on the list. He's like Bill Coward of the Panthers. Commander-in-Chief is – what's his – Complainer-in-Chief. Complainer-in-Chief, not Commander-in-Chief. He's in Washington. The Complainer-in-Chief has sent four texts – Ripping McCaffrey. Uh, the latest one saying, uh, tell your boy McCaffrey to enjoy that L. Are we supposed to be this happy as Panther fans that McCaffrey didn't get a ring? Like, I was rooting for the Chiefs. I wasn't rooting necessarily for McCaffrey. I don't have that kind of, like, where's that ill will come from? That feels a little rich. Yeah. Complainers also mocking NC State fans for getting ready for football. I said, that might not be the season you want to get ready for. <laughs> then that led to a discussion on UNC apparently owning Duke forever in every game. <laughs> then he had to come back and say, well, except for last year. So I said, why don't you bet on the next game? He said, I have to ask my wife first. Oh, man. I know how that feels, so I ain't going to get mad at you over that one. All right? I need I need uh, underdog fantasy approval for my wife. You know what I mean? All right, we got to get out of here, y'all. Good Super Bowl Monday. We got a Panthers offseason, free agency to start focusing on. We got new Hornets players. Me sits, baby. And uh, we got much, much more. Duke Wake tonight. New look Hornets in action against Indiana. We'll talk about it tomorrow on the Mac and Bone Show. Good work out of Flound and Bone. Jeff Rickard. Coming up next. I think about meat a lot. Visit invisiblefence.com. That's invisiblefence.com. I want to slap myself. D Y four one three nine four nine one. Spider Y banana man. Let's go, man. I'll do man. The D word's being used here. Dynasty. Yeah. Bailey washed that kiss last night and popped the blue chew in. <laughs> Smack yourself right in the face. There it is right here. Oh, ouch. That third one oh, hurt. Geez. Holy Whoa, crap. Wow. Too aggressive. We talk about the game and all things involving the Panthers. How do they get to this game next year, back? With Jim Zoki of the Panther Radio Network on Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Buy a ticket.